Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, and welcome along to the Invincible Podcast with Lee Judges. We are here. You know what, right? At the time of filming this, we have finished watching the first friendly of the season. Arsenal drawing away with Nuremberg 1-1. What are you looking behind you for? See if Mo Farah's about, like, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and Carl you know what I mean? Hey. Uh, Oscar, we're, we're going to talk about the friendlies. Oh, right? oh, you want well, to touch on those things uh, first? Well, yeah, let's touch on them first, right? You know what I mean, eh? Very yeah. impressed. Mo Farah, what a guy. Yeah. What a nice guy. What a humble guy. What a massive Arsenal fan. Did, you see, did you see when I put the question to him? If you could give up all your medals and yeah. everything to become a footballer at Arsenal, would you do that? He said yes. So I, I thought it was fantastic the story said about when he went to the training ground and he was in awe of all the players and all yeah. that. Exactly how we'd feel like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, proper fan. Yeah, and um, he's won four Olympic four gold Olympic medals, gold. six Olympic um, worlds, like- and he gave that all up to play for Arsenal. That is how privilege those Arsenal players yeah. are, you know what I mean? I'll tell you. I you know thought that mean? was a very um, poignant thing he said. Yeah. There. And considering, do you remember when he won that, the whole nation was watching him that, Yeah, you know what I mean? I was in awe of it, weren't we? Completely, completely. And then and he said something like that and, uh, you know, he asked for a kickabout and all that, didn't he? Like, yeah. You know? So, no. well, he kept that very quiet, like, you know, didn't you? He didn't say Great guy, like that. Great, great guy. guy. Exclusive. Yeah. Because it's me. Yeah. I'm only joking. No, no, no. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Carnu as well. Carnu in... What listen, a player he was, by the way. What a player he was. And this, what I did, the interview I did with Carnu is one of the coolest things I've done since I've been on AFTV. I interviewed him in the metaverse, right? It was a great experience, trust me. And, I, I, and Lee, I'm going to have to get you in there. We're going to have to do an Invincible podcast in the oh, metaverse. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Then, where you get yeah. all these... And, and the cool thing about this one is that any fan could join. It was such a cool, a cool thing. You gotta watch it. We're gonna put it out yeah, on yeah. the channel. You're gonna have to watch, watch it. But yeah, Kanu again. What a gentleman. What a humble, humble guy. And he, he had some interesting things to say about, um, you know, that Arsenal and that. 
he's he's loving the team at the moment and everything. But um, in in the interview, Zinchenko came on and asked him a question, and Zinchenko said to him, "Like, Zinchenko, well, the real Zinchenko, the real Zinchenko, what do you mean? What are we going to bring in a fake Zinchenko? Well, I don't know. I don't Alexander know. Zinchenko, oh, man. That's even that's came on and he in, and he said to Karno, he said, which team would win, the invincible team or the team of now? He asked him two questions. And actually, am I going to reveal the one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just reveal one. <laughs> Cardi said, "Yeah, you know, you guys done a great job and things like that." But wow, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> we're invincible teams. Yeah, we we'll, we'll deal with you lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think they would as well. Like, <laughs> of course they, they would. would. But no, it was great. It was great. Carnu. What else did I do last week? I went to the F1. That was good. I'm in a British riot. What was it? British Drivers Racing Club. That was oh, that's proper nice. That was. Yeah. Watched the Grand Prix and that. Um, Very nice. Max Verstappen, what a performance. Lewis, Lando Norris, how good was he? Yeah, that, yeah. That was brilliant. I'm not, I'm not into Formula One, but like, it was always yeah. guaranteed he was going to win. Centre court, Wimbledon, mm. right, with hospitality. Yeah, that, was, that was unbelievable. I know you did it last year. Yeah, it's fantastic. That was unbelievable. And went to see the weekend on um, Friday as well. That was a bit of a... Oh, yeah, you, know, you, did, you did involve It was a great yeah. week, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I was buzzing. I was yeah. absolutely positive, but I was, I, I was knackered though. And then today, watching Arsenal in a friendly, um, for the first time since the end of the season, getting to watch the Arsenal. And um, mm, mm. some things don't change. <laughs> yeah. draw. What do you make of it? What do you make of it? Oh, I, I don't, I'm not overly disappointed with it, but in, in other parts I am. I always say this now, I, I like a little something to, to whet your appetite going into games and, and, and things like that and you see a new signing. Look, going back in our day when we first fought, you never see a new signing until the actual game, didn't you? Yeah. Do you remember that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. deadline day. Yeah, I remember like Charlie, when Charlie Nicholas signed, for instance, yeah. it was, you know, the first time you, you see him was actually when it was the Oh yeah, because the they never used to show friendlies. Yeah, friendlies yeah, 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 were Friendlies was just all behind closed doors, doors or they'd be yeah. in an empty stadium somewhere so, or whatever, yeah. yeah. So you, that was the first time you see him, so you'd have the excitement of it all. Now, of course, you've seen all these pre-season friendlies, but last season in that game, I see Oh, listen, we said it about this time last season when Jesus signed. Wasn't over keen. I'm just saying, like, over keen. I wasn't like blown away by him as a, when we signed him. See him in that 45 minutes. Whoa, I'm a lover. You know what I mean? And that, I didn't see that with uh, Kai Havertz today. I didn't really do much. But I see it with um, Wayne Yeri. Wow, what a performance Whoa. from him. Oh, my God. Whoa. 16 years 16 years old. And the way. <sighs> The way he played, uh, some of the, oh. the skills and the confidence. Confidence. That, 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 is, that is it for me. You know, obviously these are all talented guys. You know, Kai Everts is talented. You know, Jesus, they're all talented. You know, Vieira, talented players. But this is a 16-year-old kid, still at just finished school, walks into that first-team dressing room and says, I, I, I own it. I can, I can do this and do that. And demanding the ball today, and some of the skills are physically look very, very good as well. Mm. I think he's some player. You can see why Arsenal pulled out yeah. all the stops to because they were under serious threat of losing him. Because yeah. obviously he hasn't. You know, when you're at that age, you don't sign a full time contract. You know, mm. you've got to do what well, you go scholarship, then your contract. And all the big clubs are hovering, and you can see why. Even nowadays, even when a kid is in um, an academy. Scouts are watching them every week. Yeah. They're, they're seeing what they're like, and they all wanted him. Man City wanted him. Chelsea wanted him. Man United wanted him. There were clubs abroad that wanted him as well. 
and it was looking like he could go as well because they were offering him big money yeah. and he's decided to stay at Arsenal and I'll tell you what, he's a player for the future coming through that academy. We get, we, 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 we're producing great players out there. Yeah, I, I, I know you say the future. I, I think he's going to make appearances in the first team this season. You think? I, I do, yeah. What I see today, I know it's only a friendly, but I, 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 like, I like what I see. The strength yeah. of him. The ability it goes past players like they weren't there. I know it's a uh, you know mm. not, not they weren't great, but we we didn't beat them. So you know, and I look at that, and I look at players like Thomas Party today. You know, like showed his dominance in the first half. Saka showed his class. So did he. Yeah. So did he. Like you know, and and what, what, how must it be when you're that age, knowing that do you know where a lot of players are? Oh, I'm not going to get a contract. I'm not going to be. He knows he's that good. Whatever happens, he's going to be a professional footballer. Yeah. Although, although, although you've seen, and this is also though, why the caution bit of it, and just like keep your feet on the ground, mm. level. I hope people around him saying that, because you've also seen players blow up like that at this age, yeah. and not end up having a great career, and not end up playing at the big clubs. You know what I mean? Dropping down the leagues and things like that or not even making it at all. 100%. I remember watching Jack Wilshere. Jack Wilshere was like that when I... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah. But there was a player called Emmanuel Thomas who was like the captain yes, of... Yes, remember uh, Emmanuel Thomas? Uh, like, you know... And I thought, wow, he, he, I thought, well, he's, he's nailed mm. on to be, you know, I think yeah. like he was the bit, you know, captain of that team that Jack was in. Nailed on. Never really hit the heights. He's become a professional footballer, yeah, but yeah. didn't do it with Arsenal, like, you know what I mean? I know it's a different, it's, you got to have a little bit of luck with places and everything like that. But what I see of this kid. Charlie Patino, number one. Yeah, talent, you know. And, and, and to be honest, fair play to Charlie. Do you remember when he came into the, uh, I think it was a League Cup or a Europa, yeah. and he'd come on and done really, yeah. really well. And you think, well, you've got to take your opportunity. And uh, what I see of this guy, I, I, I just see, what I see of him today was, uh, you know, I only a friendly, but I see skill, power, and desire all in one performance here. Yeah, he, he, he was outstanding. It's, it's, he was, a, you know, if, if you look at the friendly, I'm going to pick out him. I'm going to pick out Saka as usual. Saka did his usual thing. He was absolutely outstanding. He was the threat. You know, you can see he was levels mm. above. Um, great to see Saliba back. Didn't really have much to do in the first half. No, no, but Saliba, good to Gabriel, see him back. But they just looked solid, you know what I mean? Um Ramsdale, all those guys who just did their, it was a pretty quiet game. Fabio Vieira was all right, a little bit shaky at first, but then grew into the game. Yeah. Um, Didn't do he, enough though. Yeah, he, he could have done a bit more, but he wasn't too bad. Mm. I thought in the second half now, with some of those players that came on, <sighs> I was a bit disappointed. I was a bit disappointed in Kai Havertz. It's your first game, I want to see you chomping at the bit a bit more. Yeah. I know he didn't really get enough service, Started I know, off well, you know. He started off all right, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me being a bit too harsh. Because if I'm being honest, the game, the, he didn't really see enough of the ball. I was disappointed with Balogun. He had two yeah. big chances. Now, I think in a way, this is where it's unfair a bit, right? Because 
like you said, in the past, friendlies were behind closed doors and all stuff like that. Everything's scrutinised now, even a friendly. Yeah, yeah. Um, But he missed two big chances that, you know, especially the second chance. He did so well. He looked so yeah. sharp to get around the keeper. But then to put it into the side netting, was it almost, I think, I think Julian said, like, you know, where, or Ty might have said it, where you sort of almost like you're celebrating before the goal's even scored. Yeah. You know? I think Ty said that, I think. So I was a bit disappointed that Balogun didn't get on the score sheet. But this is the pressure that some of these players are under, even in a friendly. I felt today, you can see, a little bit of pressure on Eddie in the first half. I thought he tried a little bit too hard. Mm. But is that because he knows that Balogun's coming on in the second half? Yeah, we got... These players, I mean, there's a lot of competition now for, for places at Arsenal. 100%. And Those that's two know, be. whoever comes out of these, it could, it could come down to whoever performs better in these friendlies before the season starts stays and the other one gets sold. Yeah, and, and a point I didn't make in my fan game, which I, I should have done, I'd like to see Kai Havertz play when Thomas Partey's in there. Because I don't care what anybody says, Thomas Partey just dominated that midfield and just gives us that little mm. bit more authority and we, where we can. If he's going to be, is he still going to be there? Well, well, if he's, if he, look, he dominated. They never got a kick. They never, like, never got out of our half because he dominates and the, the play uh, and the tempo of it and all that. Like, you know, we. We had so much control of that game in that first half, and I think you know, we, which we didn't in the second half. Mm. I think that's down to because he's there now. If you've got the control of the game, will you see a little bit more of Kai Havertz and players like that? We didn't have the control in the second half, like you know, and and, and that's nothing against Jorginho, who's a very good player by the way, but he ain't in the league of him. And no. if we're going to sell Thomas Party, they're going to have to have someone <coughs> massive coming in. Because mm. you could see the difference, the drop off when he's not there. Yeah. I think he's a fantastic player. Mikel Arteta said after the game, as one of his um, his uh, comments, he says, "Yes." Um, he was asked about, you know, did he get to see what he wanted to see um, in the mm. game versus Nuremberg, and he says, um, "Yes, many of the things that I saw in the first half, and especially with the effort of the boys, um, they've only had three training sessions, so I had to give them minutes." and exposure for them to understand and start connecting with each other. Again, um, I see only really good changes in the amount of, ch I see only really good changes with the amount of changes we have made. And this is why um, the game declined, especially in quality and in control. But we knew that um, was going to happen. Yeah, it always does happen. You know, we've all played football and all that. And when you, when you make a load of changes to the second half, the second half's not got the quality of the first half. That's why everybody wants to start in the first half, you know, and, and things like that. The quality does drop off a little bit. Everybody tires a little bit. Um, and, and with that, probably a little bit of intensity goes from it, like, you know, so I get that. Mm. But um, I know that they've made a lot of changes, and but you still want to, what you want to see, Robbie, is glimpses. I, I don't care, you know, Nathan Dunn, is it Ethan done it didn't he when he yeah. came on like he, he proved Ethan and Mary, he, yeah. He, yeah, he proved dude, that's all you have to do that's what I wanted to see from Kai Everts mm. just uh, just a glimpse of what oh, what what's to come of him like I see with Jesus last season mm. like what I see of Saliba like that's what I want to see I didn't see that from, from them today like you know uh, listen there's some, you know Trusty done well when he come on like you know what I mean like, mm. I've seen Trusty I quite like him you know but he's not going to make a uh, uh, He's not going to make it, is he? Really at Arsenal? But when you look at the players that's in front of him, it's going to be tough for him. 
But um, when, when you when you watch a game of football, when we've, you look at Saliba, you know that he's got it. Mm. I didn't see that with a couple of the players today. You know what I mean? Like Bellingham today is, goes with with as many questions that he started off with. Mm. The same with with Havertz. You know, there, there's, there's there's still too many questions. None of them have been put to rest. And I know, like, and, and for me, that's what I wanted to see today. I wanted to see like them explode and do the business. And you go, whoa, whoa. you know, we're right, mm. we're right about him. Look, that you know, we, we're going into America. It be it could be completely different. But I do feel that when Jesus started off last season, scored two goals, pressure a little bit off. Mm. I don't want this building and building if things ain't going well for him and then like you know he's struggling like you know I really want to see him hitting the ground running and you know look, I'm, I'm brush this one to the side it does, you know as, as he said they want to get minutes under their mm-hmm. belt and all that like but over the next I think it's a big tour tour for uh, for, for, for for Havertz I really yeah. do well he Mikel Arteta was awesome asked about Havertz he was asked where do you see Kai Havertz playing and um, his answer, a typical Mikel Arteta, we will see. We have to see how he adapts and get to know each other and build relationships. Football is about that, and time will tell where he sees best. Hmm, oh, thanks for answering that, that Mikel. You yeah, know what I mean? Well, I'm well not, now we're not no wiser. Where's he going to play? Well, you know, you spent sixty-five million pound on him. If you don't know where he's going to play, he must have an idea. Of course where he's he does. Gonna he's, play, not he's not going to say. He's not going to say. He's not going to. But I'm, things. I'm still intrigued to know. Where is Kai Havertz going to play? Where is he going to play? He's going to play in that number eight position. Um, is he is he going to play as a right winger? Is he going to play as a striker? Where is he going to play? Well, it looked like he was playing in the Granite Shacking role today. Like, yeah, know. he was. But uh, and, and when when you know, and he's got some big boots to fill there, then he yeah. because he was outstanding last season. So you know. It's a very, very interesting. I, I honestly believe with this one, Robbie, that Mikel's got to get this one right. Mm. This is a big, big move because it's, it's, it seems to me, sixty-five million pound. Well, I want this player. All right, okay. If you really want him, we're getting for you. Uh, you know, and uh, I'm not convinced that it's the right thing for for the club at this moment in time. Hopefully, I, I think that this is, this is where Mikel's got to get this one right. And I think that. I like Havertz. Like, like the first thing he done today when he went past play, got smashed in the in the face. That looked good, you know what I mean? Like if he'd have got past his man, what would he have done after that? It's all like ifs and buts and maybes. But for me, I, I, this one's got to work, and I, I'm, I'm praying that it does. Yeah, yeah, I'm praying it. The other thing that we saw today, right, is that it makes you realise how big Arsenal's squad is because mm. there were certain players who weren't even playing. There was no order guard. He picked up um, an injury just before the game started. Um, Trossard came off early as well with a, with a little niggle as well. There was no Martinelli. There was, there's, I mean, there's a lot of players that weren't even playing. It just shows that the squad, the, squad is, um, yeah. the squad is increasing. And of course, what we're all waiting to see as well is we want to see Declan Rice. We want to see Jurian Timber. Now, he was asked about that as well, about the transfers. And he said, at the moment, this is what he said about transfers, he said, latest on transfer dealings, at the moment, we're working with a group of players that is here. We have nothing to announce yet. And when it is done, you will be the first to know. Now, I want to know something, right? How is it that Arsenal takes so long 
to announce these transfers. Every man and his dog knows we've signed Durian Timber and we've signed Declan Rice. Mm. Why have they not been announced yet? Especially the Timber one. I saw this thing the other day about lawyers with Declan Rice. Or the lawyers are piling over. The th- what is it? A murder case? We've got uh, like about 50 bundles of uh, notes to go through or something. I mean, it's. I said the joke on, on the watch along where you know a friend of mine said I hope that Declan Rice has signed a long term contract <laughs> because by the time he's announced the contract will be finished you know I mean why is it taking so long to announce it's, this it's ridiculous and I, I was having to think about it while I was doing the watch along and uh, you know Julian was saying oh it's all about it's a big transfer it's lawyers and all that like. so don't take that long on deadline day does it <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, they signing them like at 10, yeah. to, 10 to 12. And then the old fax they, machine. And the fax machine, and it's all done. You know what I mean? Like lawyers ain't going over things in on, on yeah, big true. deals and all that. Like. So I don't, I don't really know what to make of it. I, I think it's all done. It's probably like all this razzmatazz around like announcing it. And yeah, but then like even that. when they do the razzmatazz, it's all leaked out anyway. Look at the one yeah. with Havertz. Before they could do all the razzmatazz and that, it's almost like someone in the media team said, you know, I've had enough of this waiting, man. It's going to let everybody done, know. Yeah, yeah. It's going to let everyone know anyway. So we all saw the video and we all saw the photographs before it even came out. I even saw a leaked picture of Austin, Tr- of um, Jurian Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his brother released it or something, didn't he? Or is it something like no, that? No, no, but his, his brother released the thing that they were doing like a leaving yeah. party and then they released the, oh, I mean, what? Oh, I know, I remember last year, do you remember there was pictures of in the stadium? I think that's why they've shut the stadium now when they see Jesus walking. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. So they shut that now, like, you know, and, of things like that. I, I, but what's the, what's the point in keeping it secret? You all know that they're signing. Yeah, like, no, Can't why, you just announce why, it? Why, why keep it secret? Just just announce it, like you know what I mean, and just, or even just come out and say, look, it's all done. We just got to sign off something. Is you know the lawyers? I, you know, I don't believe that, like, but you know, <laughs> who's on it? Johnny Cochran. So so what, so when when, <laughs> right. when these um, <laughs> when these when these uh, like last signings and on. Um, like deadline day, are they all they already done then, are they? And it's just for for, for that is a great point for dramatic things because yeah. you can, how can you get something done in two hours and and then medical done in all that time? You know, like you know they're flying into the thing and, and uh, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not believing it's, 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 it all. I, I think mad. it's all. I think it's to do with you know what I mean. Are we? I don't know what it's to do with like, but it's it's. It's, it's taking a saga. ages. Yeah, it's taking ages. ages, right? And you know, I, I don't understand why it takes so long. But listen, they are going to get done, um, and that's going to be another two players that come in. But you just see the size of the squad. I mean, there was even certain players playing in that friendly, like Cedric, who, by the way, had an absolutely poor game. Um, Hine, the goalkeeper, had a bit of nine, a nine, well, right? But um, there were some players playing there that we know are going to be moved on um, this summer. But well, uh, you know why is Cedric playing then, right? And not holding if it, you know they're going to move these players. I just well, don't I understand. Well, I, I guess it a bit. you know I guess they'll play in the other games. I don't know. What all the way over America? Like for you know, look, listen, Bellerin done it last year, didn't he? Yeah, he played like well, in Nuremberg and then was out in in the American. It's, kind, it's kind of a thing where they are still members of your squad, so you've got to get them up to speed. You've got to get them fit. Even if you think about it, even if you if you want to sell them, you got they got to be fit. If you want to loan them, they got to be fit. Yeah. And if you're not able to sell them and you're not able to loan them, 
then they're going to be part of your squad for next season. So they still need to be fit. Yeah. So whichever way you look at it, those players, whether they've been sold, whether they've been loaned, or whether they're staying, they have to be at peak fitness before, you know, so... So what are you saying? Like the likes of Walters and Trusty who play today probably going to be loaned out then that's why they're holding back on holding. I don't really understand it all. I, I, I don't know, but I just think it's about getting... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All of those players fit. Um, did Holding play against the Watford? I'm not even sure. He, sure, if he did or he, or he didn't, yeah. like, you know. But I'm not saying that he should be getting going. I'm saying, but that's the perfect time to get some minutes under your belt. Um, you know, like Cedric uh, has, has played today. Again, he's not really done himself any favours, has he? Like, but even if he'd have played well today, would he have done himself any favours? It's a bit, it's a difficult yeah. one. I don't really know, you know, how, how it works now. It's all changed, isn't it? Like, but they have got to trim down the squad at some stage. Where yeah. were like players like today? El Nenny wasn't there today. Uh, Shinchenko wasn't there today. Um, Lukonga wasn't there. Yeah. Apparently, they've all got little. Lukonga's got a little knock, knock yeah. injuries. Shinchenko's over there. Yeah, he's yeah. over there. I, I, El Nenny's definitely over there. Yep. Um, didn't didn't uh, Martinelli I know is definitely over there. Yep. Didn't didn't play today, like you know. So there's a lot of players still to come back, and you know what what I will say, it's going to be a very very strong squad next season. It does look like it's going to be a strong squad because there are so many players there that you know that you know now now that you've had like your Havertz, does he start? You know what I mean? When you bring in you know your Declan Rice's and people like that, does. I think where Declan might start. He starts, <laughs> but 105 million, he's starting. But where, what, what does that say for other players in, in other positions? You know what I mean? So, but you need a good squad. Yeah, need it's a big squad, squad depth is so important with this season, and especially with the Champions League. You know, so. Um, but yeah, listen, it was it was the first friendly um, of the well, second friendly if you count the Watford game. It's one-one. We haven't lost. Um, players are getting fitter, stronger, and. Um, we got to remember that last year, when Arsenal played their last, played their first friendly against Nuremberg, they weren't that impressive until no. Jesus came on and turned the game, and then it, they built, didn't they? They then went on, they played in a Florida Cup, I think, or they played against Orlando. Did we win that game? We beat them. Yeah, but weren't, weren't we, convincing. Weren't though. convincing. I think we were losing one 0 weren't we? I think we was, and right. ended up winning that one. And then we one, ended up winning one. that two one. Then we played Chelsea and you started to see us as yeah. every game we got better. And then the Chelsea game we looked sharp. 4-0, weren't it? Yeah, then when we played Sevilla we looked even it's sharper. sharper. So it's about, you know, it's not about going out there after the first game oh. and looking mega sharp and blowing, you know, our team away 6-0. It's about that build. Yeah. And Building I, up until you get to the peak. And I sort of described it in, I did a fan cam and I described it and I was talking about a bit like boxers sometimes. Where yeah. A boxer hasn't fought for a while. He's got, warm up he's got a big fight coming up. Yeah, he does that warm-up fight, blows off a few cobwebs, might go the distance with a guy that ordinarily he'd knock out. But he's after that, he's thankful for the fact that he went yeah. the distance. He's like, I'm glad I went the distance because, you know, to blow off some of the cobwebs. So, 
Uh, uh, yeah, I think that's where you go. If you remember going back to the Orlando one last season, it was a bit of a mixed squad and all that. Then when he come to the Chelsea game, he played the team that played it, played the next game against Seville and vert the same team that started. Yeah. So I think by the time we play back at the Emirates Cup, I reckon he's going to be that'll be the yeah. team that's going to be yeah. going there and starting. That, you know? Looking forward to, by the way, coming out to America because that is where the yeah. friendlies are going to continue, and um, you know we're very lucky to be uh, travelling out um, next week for those friendlies. Um, the MLS Cup. Sorry, the MLS All-Stars yeah. that we're going to be playing in um, Washington. Washington. Then we go to New York where we play Man United. That's going, to be a, that's going to be a really tasty one. And then finishing off by playing Barcelona in LA at the uh, Los Angeles Rams Stadium. Oh. Um, that's going to be awesome. So three big games there. Three big games. Like, looking forward to it. What game do you say you're looking forward to the most? The Man United one. The Man United oh, look one. At, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't remember playing Man United before in like a friendly, in a pre-season friendly. I don't remember. It's, it's huge. Mm. And I think that game is going to be the interest around it. Yeah, I'll get that. Even for a friendly. You know, and then, you know, obviously Arsenal got huge support in America, so of Man United. I'm, I'm looking forward to that yeah, game. I mean, the Barcelona one. I'm looking forward to the Barcelona <coughs> yeah, one yeah, because Barcelona. of the stadium. Because uh, people that have been to that stadium say it's, it's supposed the best, to be unbelievable. It's supposed to be the best stadium. Yeah. I, you know, so obviously we've been to yeah. uh, Tottenham, which was probably the best in Europe. I have to say that. Um, <laughs> anyway, like, you know what I mean? Uh, but. Uh, um, apparently people that have been to both say this is another level this is another level so I'm looking forward to that uh, but yeah the Man United game I suppose you know what I mean um, yeah the Man United game it's going to have all the rivalry there and it's only it's only York. a friendly it's like the Barcelona you know the Barcelona game it'd be interesting to see who has more fans because Arsenal normally when I go to America Arsenal always outnumber teams yeah. of fans it was a pretty even split when we played Chelsea. Uh, it was more Arsenal fans. Yeah, probably 60-40, wasn't it? Yeah. But Barcelona, when we go to LA, LA's got a big Hispanic community and they love like Spanish. They love oh, Real Madrid. Interesting. Real Madrid and Barcelona, they love, right? So Arsenal will still have mega support there, but it'd be interesting. But the one United one, that's going to be evenly split and both sets of fans are going to want to win that game. You don't want to lose to United. So that's going to be a really interesting one, even though it's a friendly. So we don't, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's a good. It's, a, it's going to be a good test of Arsenal's sharpness. Yeah, and a good test of where we're at. Yeah, that will be like. I think like the Bar would be better than the Barcelona because Barcelona are, are always a couple of weeks behind, don't they? Because yeah. they, they, their season don't start to, till September, where ours starts yeah. in August. So I think that we'd be a little bit. We're, we're three or four games into our pre-season where there only be one or two. So, I've, but that Man United game will probably be a yeah. an, an even a sort of a game. Like, and always nice to put one over them. Like, <laughs> you know I mean? So, uh, hopefully, we can do that. Do you know? What? I mean, we've got some pretty testing games in the. Yeah, I, I, I actually like this right because I think that's what you need for get the sharpness up. But I, I like the way we started off like Watford, Nuremberg, two sort of teams. Yeah, mix of vision boat below us. MLS All-Stars there'll be some good little players in there yeah, because yeah. the best players in the MLS playing in that team so that'll be a test right and you know they remember as well they'll be probably fitter than Arsenal yeah. because the MLS season's already running yeah. right so it's crazy that they yeah. drop that in the middle of their season is it right 
then Man United, that'll be a test. That's a stepping up big levels. Then Barcelona, that'll be a big test, stepping up big levels. Then we come back Emirates Cup against Monaco. Yeah. Then Man City in the Community Shield before going into the season. So there's some real testing games. Yeah. But hopefully we go up like that and by the time we get to that first game against Nottingham Forest. That's when we peak. We peak. And that that's so I think the games that have been chosen for this preseason I like. I I think I can see it's it's gonna really test us. Yeah, I I think it's I think it will like and, and you know, listen, I'm I've got to say like I'm can't wait to get to America and enjoy that like but mm. obviously like you know going back to Wembley it's been a while since we've been to Wembley last time we was at Wembley of course no fans yep so it'd be nice to, to go back there again uh, and enjoy that we had, we had a great time at the box park do you remember when we done it from yep. there but like it's no, there's nothing like going is there mm. um, and uh, and that so going there again and, and yeah like you know the season that we had gives us the opportunity to play in the uh, community shield uh, and I uh, I think that's going to be important as well. We've got to start. We've got to start turning over City. We've got to start turning them over. So hopefully, by the time we've had the, we had a good pre-season, we go there and um, we're in good form as well. Like you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, I think there's a lot of positives to take um, and a few negatives out of the um, first friendly. But again, in a way, I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I think sometimes. You play your first friendly, you win five, six nil, everybody's like, yeah, you know what, I think we could win the league when people start getting ahead of themselves. Drawing one one with Nuremberg brings everybody picked out yeah. right? you know what I mean, all right, let's chill. You know what I mean? A lot to work on. Hmm. Gotta get your sharpness, your fitness. You need to work on that, you need to work on that. You, you know what I mean? And I think that helps in the build up. Sometimes if you have too much of an easy pre season where you just breeze past everybody. Yeah, that's Maybe such a great not. point. That is a great point. Again, like the boxer, it? you knock everybody out. You, yeah. you get put in with a load of bums, knock them all out. And then when you come to the big test now, you get taken into a war, you yeah. don't know what to do. Yeah, and uh, you know, like, listen, this is, this is the, the very beginning of the pre-season, like, you know, I mean, just to get a few minutes in the legs and all that, like, you know. And also, which a lot of people don't realise, and which I forgot as well, like, you know, they would have been working really hard in these sessions, you know, like when you're playing a game mm. properly, the last day or so, you're you you have a nice easier one, really. But mm. they've been training really hard on the fitness side of it, then playing that as well. Like it's all part of of, of getting their fitness right, like you know. So I don't mm. really look at it too much in there. But you just, from my point, of view, I just want to see little bits of magic here mm. and there, like you know. And I can't wait to you know. America because <laughs> surely we'll see Rice and that over there but I can't wait to see him in an Arsenal shirt it's going to be an immense buzz Yeah, I'm once he does actually get onto a pitch over there so the American tours will be brilliant and we will be there you know I want to touch on before we go this the Deli Alley interview I, yeah. know, I know he's uh, <clears throat> over the years has been the arch enemy of every Arsenal fan but on a human level when watching that interview that he did for the overlap with Gary Neville and you see what some of the stuff that he's gone through, it kind of brings to reality the fact that footballers are human. Um, doesn't matter how much money. I mean, I always hear a lot of people say, yeah, but the money, he's getting money. Money money sometimes can add to problems. It's what people don't mm. realize sometimes. Money can just like make problems that are like times one, times 10. 
right? You get a lot of hangers on around you. You get a lot of people that are not genuine around you. And it looks like he's kind of had that all his life, starting with, you know, with his own family. Yeah. So it was really sort of um, emotional stuff, listening to him and, you know, him admitting that, you know, as a, a child he was sexually abused and stuff like that. And looking at all that, what, what, I don't know, for me, from a human level, you know, it just made me just feel like, you know, I don't care that he used to play for Tottenham. You know, I hope this guy can rebuild no. his career, you know, and because he was a very, very talented player. And I, I'd heard little, my son was at MK Dons and I, I, and I used to talk to some of the, the coaches there and that, and they used to tell me that, you know, when they signed Delia, because he, he's probably been their biggest ever signing. Yeah. He came through their ranks. And they used to say that, you know, he, it's a little bit of a tear away, you know what I mean? Like, you go home after training sometimes and like literally there's no one at home. That's him as a, a young kid, yeah. you know what I mean? So, I, I really hope that he can, in him coming out now and being so open with what's gone on behind the scenes, because what he's been rehab for the last six yeah, weeks. Yeah, you know. That he can, he can rebuild his career. Yeah, and one of the greatest things I think that he can take from, from it He's, he's had a very, very difficult childhood and all that, but he's still made something of himself. So he should yeah. be proud of what he's done. I know that, you know, to, to have that, we've all, you know, <laughs> you know, like, you know. Uh, uh, like. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. My dad's passed, your parents have passed and all that, but I look back, you know, I can't thank them enough for the, for yeah. the childhood that I had, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> and it was like expected like to have a good childhood lot like, because that's mm. what it was like for us so mm. we're, we're, we're very lucky to have had that he didn't have that but then to still be able to make yourself a career and a bloody good player he was playing for one of one of the big teams in the premier league playing for england you know big you know i can't can't praise him enough for that like you know but now He's come out and done all that and, and said what he said and all that. I'm, 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 I'm rooting for him. I know that he, he played mm. for Spurs and all that. I, I, I remember he <laughs> he got the ball. Remember they beat us in the cup? Uh, mm. So the ball bounced right by him and I said, you're one of the reasons I can't support England, you horrible so-and-so. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know? um, so it's your fault then? Yeah, well, like, you know, it's, it's on, on, on a football, on a football, football level. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but even if he was playing for Spurs now, I'd be wishing him well because I think you know if any genuine Arsenal fan we, we didn't like him you no. know what I mean like one because he nicked a few goals against us and was a bit arrogant and whatever like but that's him on the pitch no problems but now all this has come out and all that you, you're rooting for him a little bit do you mm. know what I mean like and even more so probably because he's gone to Everton you want him to really do it do it now but I really hope that with all the help that he's got and everything like that, he can get himself back on track and, 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 and make something of it. Because I felt also he was being a bit taken the mickey out of because of his fall from grace and everything like it's that. It's been a like, massive fall. Yeah, you know, and I don't think that documentary done him any mm. favours whatsoever. 
you know, particularly like with all what's what we know now, <coughs> yeah, it's even worse. So. I mean, I've seen a lot of people having a go at Mourinho for that and saying, "Oh, look, you're treated him," but I think there's people being wise after the event. Jose Mourinho probably didn't know all the things that have gone on in his past and stuff like that, and they're just dealing. He's dealing on face value, and if a player, and I think that goes for any manager, a player of, who's of immense talent is not performing, you're not going to be happy. Right, because the manager's under pressure, he needs to deliver mm. as well. Right. So but I think what the whole Deli Alley thing's underlining, and that goes for every player, even players that you know, I'm sure there's players at Arsenal as well. We don't know sometimes what's going on in the background. We expect every player oh, to turn up 100%. and deliver and we don't care. And you know what I mean? It's, in football, you know what I mean? You can have a day where you're not 100 percent and, and that, because you know, I mean, I remember Paul Merson. Some of the stuff that he said. Yeah. We, we've been to some of his events. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It's you tough. know, just before he's about to play a football match, he's lost 100 grand yeah. in bets. You know, and then you, we expect him to go out there. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of players that have got problems and issues. And um, I'm glad that Deli Ali's been because the first step to dealing with these problems, especially when it's mental health mm. or things that have gone on in your past that are still affecting you, is to talk. Yeah. And when you talk, I mean, I don't think he could have come out and said what he said 20 years ago. No, Nobody no, would have any sympathy. 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, Stan that's how, Collymore, yeah. Remember when, when he, yeah, yeah, he, remember when Stan Collymore came got, out? Got, Stan Collymore came out, spoke about mental health yeah, and that, and people, got, you know, remember the, like newspapers that would go, yo, man called. Man up, yeah, man, man up, up. Yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? You know what I mean? so, right? so it's great that a player can come out now, be as open as he is, and people understand and have sympathy and will give him time now to try and rebuild his career. 100%. And and, and listen, look, you know, people like myself, who was a big hater of him because of the Spurs thing and all that now, have not got, you know, because he's come out and that, like, you know, oh, fair play to him, well done and all that. Like. So anybody that's having any sort of problems, depression and whatever, talk to people make sure you do because there is people that yeah. will listen and, and sympathise you know what I mean and, and, and root for you yeah. it's not all it's not a, a, a road that's going to end in a dead end you know what I mean there is there's help out there now mm. so if you are feeling a little bit down please just get in contact with talk, the right talk because especially I've said it many a times and we know this as facts especially as us as men we're not the greatest talkers about no. these type of things so and we need to learn to be better at talking about these type of things because you know I mean there's no shame to it it's, it's, it's we can all go through it so so Deli Ali you know I mean um, hope that um, you know you can you can turn your life around and turn your career around because you know you, you don't want to see a footballer who had immense talent just you know end up no, I, you on know, a scrap heap kind and of thing, we're Arsenal mean. fans yeah. for and through, but we, you know we wish him well. We wish him well. Well, listen, we've come to the end of the uh, podcast today. Our next podcast, Oddy Invincibles, will be over in the United States. States of America. So look out for that. We're going to be over there next week. Um, as I said, we're going over for the whole of the preseason tour. We're going to be in Washington. We're going to be in New York. We're going to be in LA. We're looking to meet as many fans as possible. Maybe, possibly, it might be a shout to do one of these with a load of American fans. Yeah, yeah, like in a, in a bar American or something fan, like, yeah, yeah, get we'll some American fans on like, live yeah. and that. So look out for the um, Invincible podcast. But um, yeah, first preseason friendly for Arsenal. Not great, not bad. 1-1, we'll take that, but definitely a lot to build upon. 
thanks for watching don't forget to subscribe here to AFTV remember that you can listen to this podcast on all your normal streaming services Lee let's get our passports ready let's get them the Invincible Podcast. Myself, Robbie, and Lee Judges come together once a week to discuss all things Arsenal. Straight talking, considered discussion, brought to you by the fans of the only club in football league history to go invincible. Sports Social Podcast Network.